You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron. Now here's your host, Ethan Haristadulu. Welcome back, everybody, to the Greek's Gridiron, and welcome to my Super Bowl 58 predictions. Today, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to dissect the game. We'll talk injuries, things to keep an eye on, and everything in between. I'm going to break down the games predict my winner and give you all a final score prediction so i invite you all to comment down below if you're a chiefs fan a 49ers fan or anyone in between let me hear you who do you think's coming out victorious what is your final score prediction i would love to hear from you all but we're diving right into it again i'm going to go through injuries i'll break down the game i'm no betting odds guy by any means my records are up on the screen for you all to see what i am as far as picking winners this is just straight up i'm just having fun here here but with the injuries starting with the 49ers some questionables listed but not necessarily anything I think 49ers fans should really be too scared about Ambry Thomas Oren Burks Eric Armstead and George Kittle all currently listed as questionables here and I'll be honest with you all if any of these guys do not suit up on Sunday I'd be legitimately shocked I don't really think it's anything too too serious at this point in the season everyone's kind of dealing with stuff these are just the guys that it's enough that it needs to be talked about and listed by them, but I would be surprised if any of these guys aren't suiting up here. As for the Chiefs side of things, though, there are some notable things to discuss here. Charles Omenahu obviously going down with a serious injury in their game against the Ravens a couple of weeks ago. He's on the IR. He's done. He will not be playing on Sunday. And then there's, of course, left guard Joe Tooney, who it sounds like he's potentially not going to be playing as well. All things are pointing to him not end at this point peck injury still haven't practiced up to the point of wednesday uh, i just feel like odds are you're probably not going to see him in this matchup here so a tough blow to the offensive line of the chiefs big ticket guy they went and signed a few years ago who has helped turn that offensive line around so unfortunately they're probably going to be out with one of their best offensive linemen going into this game here which obviously advantage san francisco now for the actual game itself and stuff that i'm going to dive into you all first things first as for points and how I think this game is going to go scoring-wise, I wouldn't be shocked to see it end up being a little bit of a lower scoring affair. I do think points could come at a premium in this matchup. You have two of the best defenses in the NFL in terms of keeping points off the board. The Chiefs and 49ers ranked second and third respectively, sitting somewhere around roughly 17 points a game with a decimal at the end there, but about 17 points a game allowed on both ends. I do expect to see a great defensive effort from both sides in here with all the cards on the line you're gonna need it especially with the way both these offenses have been playing as of late you're gonna see the best version of these two teams defenses in my opinion now We'll look at the quarterback battle here, something that I feel like has been discussed at length this week as I've been watching and listening to Super Bowl coverage and whatnot here. You, of course, have Patrick Mahomes taking on Brock Purdy. You have Patrick Mahomes, who is the ascending goat of today's NFL with 456 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 75% completion percentage in the playoffs right now. He is on a tear, and he's doing an excellent job taking care of the football. On the flip side, Brock Purdy, he's playing pretty well himself, maybe not quite to the level that Mahomes has been at, but pretty well by all stretches of the imagination. He's sitting at 519 yards, two touchdowns. He has an interception, 62% completion percentage. So again, not quite at the level that Mahomes is at right now, but he's still been operating very well. Now, as we look at these two quarterbacks and the passing defenses that they're going to go up against here, I think it is worth noting 
that the matchup does heavily favor Patrick Mahomes here. And the reason for that is because San Francisco, especially in the first half of games as of late, it feels like they're really struggling to settle in and get things going on the defensive side. In total throughout the season, they're ranked 14th against the pass, averaging about 214 yards per game. They're allowing about a 66% completion percentage, but they do have 22 interceptions, which led the league in the regular season. Now, it is up to the Chiefs to protect the football, because if they can protect the football, I do think they could have themselves a really good game. But if not, if Patrick Mahomes gets a little bit loose or we see a tipped pass by either, you know, coming out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes off an, a defensive lineman or maybe it's a tipped ball off of a wide receiver's hands, this is a 49ers secondary that can make you pay, but they are vulnerable at times. On the flip side of things, though, if you look at the way the Chiefs have been playing defensively, especially against the pass, they're a stud altogether from top to bottom 176 yards per game puts them at the fourth lowest in the nfl 61.2 percent completion percentage allowed keeps them in the top 10 at number eight however they're not a team that really turns the ball over through the air a ton they have only eight interceptions on the season they're not going to get you necessarily with the big play but they are going to suffocate you legerius sneed and trent mcduffie have been really really good as a combination over there in the secondary and i do think could pose some problems for brock purdy and company the question is, though, can they deal with a unit that boasts Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, who's just as much a receiver as he is a running back at this point, George Kittle. It's going to be a tough, tall task up against a very competent and talented group of skill players over there in San Francisco. A question that I have for this matchup here, and one that I think could dictate a lot here, is going to be a basically the run defenses and who's going to be able to stop the opposing team's running backs here. When you look at the Chiefs, they're 18th in the NFL this season and have struggled against the run even in the playoffs here. So regular season aside, even in the playoffs, you're still seeing those same issues. They allowed 182 yards with a an average of about, what was it, 4.9, 4.7 yards per carry, something along those lines against the Bills. And while the Baltimore Ravens, for whatever reason, just refused to run the football, they were finding success themselves, averaging about 5.1 yards per carry. So the Chiefs running defense has not been great, and it's kind of shown up in the playoffs as well. So for a team that has guys like Debo Samuel, who are great with the football in their hands, or of course, Christian McCaffrey, that could pose an issue here. And on the flip side of things, the 49ers statistically, and this is something that, you know, I, this is why the numbers can lie at times. And they're ranked as the third best run defense in the NFL. But I was actually listening to a beat writer from San Francisco talk about how one of the main reasons why they have done so well against the run is because they've jumped out to a lead so many times in their games that they're not really dealing with as many rushing attempts as some other teams are and when you look at the numbers it kind of suited the case so with that being said if you look at the 49ers just in the playoffs specifically alone here it hasn't been pretty you allowed 182 yards last week versus versus the Detroit Lions with a whopping 6.3 yards per carry and then 136 yards a couple of weeks prior the week prior excuse me against the Green Bay Packers, which is another 4.9 yards per carry in that game as well. It's very clear that both of these teams can be exploited on the ground, and both teams boast a solid option at running back. Isaiah Pacheco, probably the angriest runner in the world at this very moment in time. If Christian McCaffrey, who is an Offensive Player of the Year candidate, and a lot of people would not be surprised to see him take home that award as well, I do think that the running backs are going to be worth watching in this game because they are someone that on both sides can do a lot when given the opportunity. Christian McCaffrey, especially with how talented he is, but I don't want to sit here and slight Isaiah Pacheco because he can have a game when the opportunity 
opportunity is presented to him. And if either one of these teams has a tough time in this matchup here, I would not be shocked to see either one of the offenses shift to a more run-heavy focus just to take advantage of that matchup because they have the ability to do so. Another thing I'll be looking at here is San Francisco's ability to force turnovers and forcing the Chiefs into mistakes here. Casey's struggles. The biggest thing that was discussed for a very large stretch of the regular season was the dropped passes, the tipped passes that led to interceptions or just the, you know, uncharacteristic interceptions we were getting from Patrick Mahomes and him and Travis Kelsey not being able to hook up, not being on the same page. Well, through the postseason, they have one turnover, a singular fumble lost. Other than that, they have been basically mistake-free, playing at an extremely high level. Maybe the points at score don't necessarily show that, but they have done a very good job being efficient with the football and protecting it. San Francisco, on the other hand, the reason I'm bringing this up, have been a unit hell-bent on forcing turnovers, whether it's actual turnovers or turnovers on downs. A large reason why San Francisco is even in this championship game here with two comeback victories in the playoffs has been their ability to take the football away and force those turnovers on downs. They have three takeaways in the playoffs this year, and they also have three forced turnovers on downs. They are able to either A, force their opponent into mistakes, or B, even in those tough gotta-have-it-downs, are able to get, get the job done and shut it down completely. It is up to San Francisco's defense, in my opinion, to force the Kansas City Chiefs into those mistakes or on those big fourth down spots, get the stop necessary for them to be able to win this game here. Because if Patrick Mahomes is just dicing you up through the air, good luck. You don't even have a shot. So I do think that is something worth watching in this matchup. Can we see some pressure generated from the 49ers to create those mistakes, those tipped passes, those dropped passes, whatever it may be, the inaccurate throws from Patrick Mahomes that you don't really see too often. It is definitely something worth keeping an eye on here. Next, I'll be looking at the offensive lines here. And this is something that I, another one of those things that I really think could dictate this matchup and is definitely worth mentioning here. When you look at these two offensive lines, they're amongst the best in the NFL when it comes to protecting their quarterbacks. The Chiefs offensive line sitting on 28 sacks allowed, second lowest in the NFL. The 49ers are not too far behind them. They only have six more sacks allowed at 34. They're seventh lowest in the league. They're two very good offensive lines and do an excellent job at protecting their quarterbacks. Now, on the other side of the football though are these defensive lines in their pass rush the reason I'm bringing this up here is because Kansas City has been on an absolute tear now losing Charles Omenahu does affect this but overall they still have the talent and the guys there to create pressure and collapse the pocket the Chiefs finished the season with 57 total sacks that was good for second in the NFL and they were 27.8% pressure rate was also good for second in the NFL on the flip side though for a team that has as much money and draft capital invested in their defensive line the 49ers have not quite reached the height that I think they should be at currently, especially when they went and got Javon Hargrave this past offseason. I sat there and was like, there's absolutely no way that this team does not lead the league in sacks because he had like 10 on his own or 11 last year himself. Never mind what the rest of that D-line was doing last year, but they finished the year with only 48 sacks, which is not like a bad number by any means. It's still good for eighth in the NFL, but their pressure percentage is only sitting at about 21%, so about one in five dropbacks are they generating that pressure, and that's good for only 17th in the NFL so very average middle of the pack type numbers here 
whichever offensive line does the better job protecting their quarterback is going to be a huge difference maker in this game. And and for me, advantage Kansas City. I think that even with the loss of Joe Tooney last week, going up against a Ravens defense that was the only team better than them when it came to finishing the job and getting to the quarterback, they looked phenomenal protecting Patrick Mahomes. And I really think that this offensive line, even minus Joe Tooney, is gelling right now at the very right time. And we have seen some struggles from the pass rush of the San Francisco 49ers that it could wind up being an issue for them in this game here. And again, the last thing you need is Patrick Mahomes getting ample time in the pocket to dice up your secondary. That is the absolute worst thing you could possibly have happen for you. Now, those are just some things that I'm kind of looking at here. The big things that stick out to me, what is kind of going to dictate the matchup here. But ultimately, we're here to find out who we think wins this game and by how much, by how many, what's the point total. So, All in all, I do think that this matchup is going to be a very competitive one. I'd be a little bit shocked to see this one be a blowout in any shape or form. I'm looking at a one-possession game kind of coming down to the wire type feel, similar to the first time around that these two teams played, but I do think we see less points than we did the last time around. I just think that the Chiefs' defense in this game compared to the first Super Bowl they played together is a much better unit, and right now... They're on the flip side of things, their offense isn't putting out as many points, so I do think it keeps the score total a little bit lower. I do expect the 49ers to maybe have a few struggles here or there against the Chiefs defense early until they start to figure themselves out, so I think it ultimately kind of leads to a lower point total here. Couple that with the fact that there are some really fun matchups in this game. I just have a hard time buying that you're going to see one or the other team run away. This one feels like a very competitive finish type of feel. As for who I think is going to win, though, and finish things off, uh, another thing I do want to say is that I have battled all week with trying to come up with scenarios as to how we are not going to see the Kansas City Chiefs win another Super Bowl, further cementing their legacy as a team and creating the new dynasty in the NFL here. It really feels like we're on that collision course. And for me as a football fan, I- I'm fine with it. I really like At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me. But I do love seeing more than just one team winning. Like, there's nothing wrong with the Chiefs winning. It's just one of those things where it's like, I would like to see San Francisco win for the sake of just spreading the championships around and not just seeing one singular team dominate the league. I just don't know how I feel about going through that again. And we went through it for about 20-some-odd years with the New England Patriots. I just want to see the, you know, the championship love get spread around a little bit more. So that's kind of like what I've been battling over the last few days as I've been getting ready to do this here. But... As for who I think is going to win, pains me to say it for those of you that want the San Francisco 49ers to come out on top, but I just feel like there is so much momentum and so much hate being spewed towards the Kansas City Chiefs at this moment here. I'm having a hard time betting against them right now. And on top of that, just for football reasons alone, they are so hot at this very moment they are knocking teams off that people thought would knock them off week after week and at this point they've cleaned up the mistakes and that was probably the biggest issue with kansas city was the mistakes the turnovers the miscommunication or just the the the, you know the untimed throws and catches that were just not quite on the same page the way they needed to be earlier in the season it really feels like they've sorted things out they weathered the storm last week against the baltimore ravens and what was a vaunted defense all season long and it made a bunch of teams all year long look silly whereas the 49ers 
they've scared me the last two weeks and I've been picking them to win their games that's the crazy thing is like I'm not sitting here as somebody who's doubting the 49ers I've been picking them to win throughout the entirety of the playoffs but they have not won in the fashion I expected I'm glad that they got the wins and you know they showed a lot of toughness and tenacity to be able to come back and finish off a game and get themselves a win but it's just it's scaring me and that's one of those things that you are not going to do against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs so I'm sitting on the Chiefs for the victory here I have them winning 24 to 20 tight contest probably a go-ahead score late in the game I could see this one getting a little chippy towards the end as well I feel like there's a little bit of animosity between both the teams coming into this matchup here with just the conversation that the media has kind of spun around the Super Bowl this year I wouldn't be surprised to see it get a little bit chippy see some chirps going back and forth maybe a small little scuffle or two while we're watching the game but it's just hard for me to bet against the Kansas City Chiefs. And and, and, I'll, and I'll even say this. I want San Francisco to win. And I, I feel like I kind of made that obvious prior to what I was just saying. But I do want Kansas City – or I do want the 49ers to win. But I have Kansas City. They'll take the W 24-20, wrapping up the 2024 season. But that's pretty much my thoughts, my opinions, my prediction on the game. I expect maybe a touchdown from Travis Kelsey. I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe Rashi Rice catch something as well here. Isaiah Pacheco for a score feels pretty good on my on the Chiefs' end there. On the 49ers' side, I feel like you could probably count on a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Uh, I'm definitely expecting something along the lines of, you know, a big game for Debo Samuel. I know that this is a really big game for him just personally. So that is one of those things where if he's, if he's not crossing the 100-yard mark, that's kind of something I'm expecting from him as well but i think we're going to get a really good competitive matchup here but that's it for me if you made it all the way to the all the way to the end as always i greatly appreciate it i'm diving into free agency already as the season has been wrapping up if you haven't seen any of those be sure to check those out in your spare time i'm trying to do all 32 teams that is the goal so i'm already like three four four teams in working on five and six as we speak so keep your eyes out for those but that is it I appreciate you all. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I will see you guys on Monday to recap the big game. If I don't see you before then, but I will be posting some other stuff regarding free agency. So again, check that out as well. But I'll see you all next time. That's it for me. Enough rambling. Have a good one.